Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Good Lion Podcast. I'm Aaron Salvato, and as we come to the end of the year, things are winding down. It's the holiday season. Everybody's busy, but we wanted to stop and take a moment to reflect about the identity of this show and the ministry that we do. Many of you have actually asked us over the years, what actually is the Good Lion Podcast? What's it all about? And the funny thing is we've never actually done an episode about that. This show's formation and growth was very organic and actually a lot of uh, what the show became wasn't even planned. <laughs> it just kind of happened. So in this special episode, I wanted to share with you what this show is about and, and what our ministry is actually about. And I know that this episode isn't really the typical kind of episode that we do, but we're really hoping that it will bless you and give you insight into who we are and what we do and provide ways that you can pray for us as we continue to do the work that we do. We've been doing the Good Line podcast for several years now, and it's just been this incredible journey. We've had the opportunity to talk to some amazing people and share some powerful stories and discuss some really important topics. We've learned so much along the way, and we're really grateful for the support and encouragement that we've received from you guys, our listeners. So with that, Let's get into the episode. We hope that you enjoy it. We hope that it blesses you, and we hope it gives you some better insight into who we are and what we do. Thanks for joining us, and thanks for listening. Part one. What is the Good Lion Podcast? This is a question I get often. What is this show? What are you guys trying to accomplish? What are your beliefs? What are your goals? So I'd like to take a minute and break it down. The Good Lion Podcast is a show that I would describe as ultimately about discipleship. We are out to make disciples. We are out to train and teach and shepherd people and show them how to walk in the way of Jesus. It's a show that was started by myself and my co-host Brian Higgins. And at the time that we started the show, we were just two pastors, two former youth pastors who still very much considered themselves to be pastors, even though they didn't work at a church anymore. We saw our pastoring as a calling, not just a job, not just a title on our door. It was a part of who we were at our core. We were called to shepherd people. We wanted to make a difference. And so we thought, even if we don't have a local church where we can do pastoral work, what if we did it on a podcast? And so we started taking some of our best content from sermons we had preached, things we had written, ideas we had had, and we started bringing that stuff together and saying, how can we turn this into content that'll help make disciples and raise up the next generation? And really, actually, <laughs> this podcast started as an accident, believe it or not. We, at the time, started with a podcast network. At the time, I had started a show called Ask a Youth Pastor and another show called Messages to My Students. 
One was a Q&A show, and the other one was a show that I had started specifically to write and send out mini sermons to my former students that used to be in my youth group. These were kids that had just graduated high school and were entering the college years, and I wanted to make content specifically to bless them. Brian had started a show called First Time Bible Teacher that was all about training young preachers in the way of preaching and teaching. And so Brian and I came together one night when we were getting frozen yogurt together, (laughs) and we had this idea, this crazy idea, to start a podcast network. And we started pulling in different friends and different people within the Calvary Global Network who were doing podcasts and other people. And we brought them all together and we started the Good Lion Podcast Network. We chose the name Good Lion because it's based off of the character of Aslan in C.S. Lewis's Chronicles of Narnia books. And before you call me a nerd <laughs> for for picking the Narnia book as the, the, the origin story of our mascot, I have to say, I think the reason behind it is pretty cool. You see, in the story of Narnia, the characters ask about Aslan, the lion, and they say, oh, is he a safe lion? And the woodland creatures reply, uh, no, (laughs) he's a lion. He's not safe, but he's good. And this has been something that I have hung on to throughout my life, hearing pastors talk about this idea of the God who is not safe, but is very good. We serve this God who is not this fluffy angel baby old man in the clouds like Santa Claus stroking his beard and saying ho 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 over humanity no our God is a a fierce mighty powerful courageous breathtaking God a God who if we were to catch a glimpse of him in his true form in our current flawed earthly bodies it would probably melt our faces off right like just this this incredible being yeah he's not safe but he's good and that's been the whole ethos of Good Lion. We wanted to start a podcast network that would dive into tough topics, challenging situations, ask hard questions, avoid easy answers, do all of these things that we would consider not safe, like not contemporary Christian radio, but something more challenging, more raw and real. That was at the heart of everything when we started Good Lion. We wanted to point people to the God who is not safe, but is very, very good and always pointing people to Jesus and the goodness of God. So like I said, the the podcast itself started as an accident because Brian had his podcast, First Time Bible Teacher. I had started like five or six podcasts (laughs) at the time because I'm stupid and crazy. And I was like, eh, why not one more? Let's let's just make one called the Good Lion Podcast. And what it'll be, it'll be the sort of the catch-all where all of our different podcasters throughout the network, anytime they have an episode or a piece of content that doesn't fit on their normal show, they can just throw it on the Good Lion Podcast. So that was the plan. <laughs> and I started the show and I asked all our podcasters to send me things and no one did. <laughs> so I was like, hmm, well, I guess I'll do some things. So I started contacting some different pastors within CGN and asking them, hey, let's talk about righteousness. And I started recording these conversations about righteousness. And then I got together with Brian and had conversations with him about the topic of righteousness. And pretty soon 
I was like, man, I really love talking to Brian. <laughs> I, I really enjoy chatting with him about Jesus and the way of Jesus and discipleship. Like we're, we're, we're both former youth pastors. We both have similar senses of humor. We both have this deep love for theology and the faith and helping train people and raise up disciples and all of this great stuff. And so very soon within season one of the show, It just sort of morphed into this show that all of a sudden Brian and I were hosting together, and it's been that way ever since. And this show has really become, over the last four years, one of the main ministry focuses of our lives. It's become a place where Brian and I can have the overflow of our passion to help people follow Jesus turn into something beautiful content that we believe will help people. And what we've seen is this audience grow with this show. You know, we started with, I think in the early days, we had probably about 40 people listening to the show. And now we've grown to the point where each episode is getting around 3000 plays, which we're we are blown away by that. Like we did, we never expected that. We never thought it would even grow that big. Uh, we, we have youth, we have young adults listening. That's really our target audience. That's who we have in mind when we're producing content. But we also have youth pastors and young adult pastors, leaders, seminary students, church staff, volunteers. We have all of these people listening to the show, letting us know how much it's helping them. And, and We've taken an approach with this show to try to have a focus of helping young Christians and Christian leaders navigate the postmodern, post-Christian culture. We live in this culture that doesn't seem to value the concept of truth anymore. And we live in this culture that is post-Christian. That means that it's over Christianity. It's it's like that's in the past. We want to progress from that. We don't want to be a part of that anymore. That's for grandmas and nerds. And we are, we are enlightened as a society and we're moving on. We're, we're past Christianity. We're post-Christian. We, we are trying to speak into that moment and help young Christians and leaders hold on to this amazing faith. We are trying to do it in a way that is kind and compassionate to those that don't believe. We don't believe that people are the enemy. We believe that they are victims of the true enemy of our soul, which is the the enemy, (laughs) Satan, the devil and his forces, right? So we are navigating this post-Christian culture, but we're trying to do it in a way that is loving a way that is outwardly loving towards the world without compromising our morals and our ethics and our dedication to the way of Jesus. And this is also a show I would say that a part of the identity of this show is that we are theological conservatives. We we are trying our best to walk in what we would call theological orthodoxy. We are trying to hold on to church history and what what have the people that have come before us valued and taught theologically? Yeah, there's a lot of different denominations. Yeah, there's a lot of different sects within Christianity that believe different th- doctrinal things. But overall, we are avoiding theological liberalism. We are trying to be theologically conservative without being politically partisan. And what that means is we hold to the value that the kingdom of God is not left, it's not right. 
but it's above. And at times, very often, if we're following Jesus, we're going to say things and do things that make both sides of that divide upset. And so we have to learn how to navigate that. We have to learn what does it look like to be truly, as a Christian, a freak of nature in this crazy world, to be somebody that doesn't fit into all of these different boxes and political ideologies, someone that holds to the ideology of King Jesus and says, this is what I live for. This is what I die for. This is a show where Brian and I share the things that we've been learning from others, the things that have been poured into us by great teachers and pastors and mentors. We want to share that with you. And this this is a show where Brian and I get to preach in a different way. And this is really a, a core part of Brian and I's philosophy of ministry is we approach every episode of this show with the same amount of care and passion that we do in a sermon. Like I said, we're two guys that have a background of preaching twice a week for years and years and years. I did that for eight years as a pastor. I love teaching and preaching God's word and sharing the the mysteries of God. I cherish that. But you know, for me, I don't work at a church. No one is asking me to do that anymore <laughs> twice a week. And so for Brian and I, we've been in a situation where it's like, well, if we don't have a church that we can preach at, where can we preach? And this has been the place that we preach. And so even though a lot of our episodes don't have, you know, the keyboard music in the background and the reverb on the microphone, although some do, <laughs> um, but even though our episodes don't necessarily sound like preaching and a lot of times it's more conversational make no mistake the tactic Brian and I use in almost every episode is we are preaching to you we are even writing the content together often the same way that pastors would plan out a preaching series that is our approach we want to preach the gospel we want to preach the way of Jesus in this show we preach the gospel we teach theology and we make disciples and the show really is a mixed bag. We do a lot of different things on the show. Some episodes are interviews, talking to Christian leaders and having them share their wisdom with us. We've got some great ones I can think of off the top of my head. Some of my favorite interviews have been the ones that we've had with Evan Wickham, Professor Gary Brashears, Sarah Yardley, Nick Cady, Scott Sauls, Justin Thomas, Wesley Town, Dominic Doan, Dave Lomas. We've got some great episodes you should check out. Other episodes have been theological deep dives where we just, we take a topic and we just dive in and try to go deep and ask the hard questions. We've done episodes on things like the mechanics of salvation or hard questions about evil and God's judgment. During COVID-19, we did a series on tough questions for the current crisis. And we asked questions like, did God cause COVID to punish specific people? Or does God punish the world with pandemics and natural disasters? We, we looked at things like wrath, the subject of wrath. Can wrath be redemptive? Or episodes like the cup of wrath, understanding God's justice and mercy. Or another great episode called, does God cause evil and suffering. And we contrasted the theology of Gary Brashears and John Piper. I could go on and on, but the, those are some of my favorite episodes, the theological deep dives. We've also produced entire series of episodes on the show. Our very first series that we did in season one was all about righteousness. What is righteousness? Let's do a deep dive into the theology of righteousness. 
the next series we did after that was about sexuality. We wanted to ask the question, can Christians watch sex scenes? What does that look like? Why should they or shouldn't they? Spoiler alert. <laughs> we don't we don't think you should. But we took two episodes to really get deep into why you shouldn't. We did a series on grief and loss. And as someone who lost both a grandfather and a cousin over the last four years, that was for me a very healing series to participate in. And we also did a series I'm very proud of on postmodernism, diving into the topic of what even is postmodernism? How is postmodern philosophy affecting the church and affecting the youth of today? And I actually just got a text the other day from a young guy that I helped mentor who said that the good lion episodes on postmodernism are some of my all-time favorites. I seriously reference them at least a couple times every Every month, the info in the episode has been so helpful. That was a really intimidating series for me to get into because when I wanted to get into that series, I actually barely knew anything. And Brian had taken a class on postmodernism in college, but that was a while ago. So both of us were kind of coming into it uh, a, a little rusty and a little scared to get into the topic. But we did our research. We presented our findings. We gave our pastoral commentary on the issue. And I actually heard from multiple people that are actually studying post postmodernism in college right now. There's even uh, one person I talked to who's majoring on postmodern philosophy, and they told us that the the series was so helpful and so encouraging. And so, yeah, that, that was one series. And then we just did one on this idea of living in the negative world. What is it like for Christians living in a society that has changed, that no longer favors Christianity, but actually looks down on Christianity? So those are some of our series that we've done. There's even more than that. I'm really proud of the work. And and beyond that, the show has lots of interesting things. We've got episodes that are sermons. We've got classes, literal classes that we did where we taught and gave lectures and then got together with students and recorded a discussion after the class. One series that I'm really proud of on our show is our Kingdom of God class. That's a series that I wrote and produced and I got together with students during the pandemic and we recorded some great discussions. And so if you're someone that really wants to dive into the concept of what is this kingdom of God? How can I live for the kingdom? How can I submit and and devote myself to King Jesus? I would really encourage you to check out our kingdom of God series. We've got so much stuff packed into the eight seasons of this show. I'm so proud of the work. And I just want to encourage you, check out our website, goodlion.org. The old website was for the podcast network. That was goodlion.io. The new website is for our ministry. And and I'm going to get into that in the next part. But the website is goodlion.org. And if you go to the resources section under content and go to podcasts, you'll find literally all of our podcasts, not just from the Good Lion podcast, but from all of the different podcasts that Brian and I have worked on over the last four years, which is quite a lot. And you'll see tabs where you can filter the content. You can find theological deep dives, navigating culture, episodes on following Jesus. If you look through that section, you'll find some sermons that we've done. You'll find some practical episodes about discipleship. You'll find even some devotionals that we recorded. That's kind of a deep cut from the early years. But if you go back, you'll, you'll find a series that we did called The Wilderness Devotional. That's really encouraging. We've got episodes on hot topics. So that's, you know, things that are really big topics in the culture right now, like 
postmodernism, things like sexuality, things like doubt and deconstruction. We've got episodes on ministry, preaching, training, youth ministry, and we've even got a whole section where it's all the episodes that we've done that are some form of Q&A, some form of question and answer. So check out the website. We put a ton of work into it because we believe in what we're doing and we want it to live on. We want it to help people and we want to not just produce a podcast. We want to create a library of resources to help people. So hopefully that makes sense. If someone asks, what's the Good Line podcast? You can point them to the first section of this episode. This is the Good Line podcast. We love doing it. We're so blessed to do it. And we're so blessed that you guys take the time to listen. Thanks so much. Part two, what is Good Lion Ministries. So you may have over the last year or so heard us mention Good Lion Ministries. And you might have wondered, what what is that? What is Good Lion Ministries? I don't understand. I thought it was just a podcast. Let me explain and break it down. So let me first tell you what Good Lion Ministries is not. It is not a platform for a person. It is not about me. It is not the Aaron Salvato platform. It's not the Brian Higgins platform. What Good Lion Ministries is, is it is a small, I would say humble, focused, but effective ministry aimed to do our part to raise up the next generation. Last year, Brian and I had a discussion about where the podcast was headed. We looked at where it started and we had to acknowledge what Good Lion had become. It started as a podcast network. It grew into this podcast and really what it's become has been a ministry. And the reason that we acknowledged that was because we looked at the fruit, which is a fancy Christian word for just the produce. Is that why they call it the produce section? I I guess so. Yeah, it's like, it's what this show has produced, right? When I went down the list of what has this show produced, what has been the result? What Brian and I have both noticed is one thing is we've had young people, young Christians from all over the world, different countries, different states in the United States, just people saying to us, this show encourages me. This show inspires inspires me. This show makes me want to go deeper in my walk with Jesus. This show helps me navigate things like postmodernism, doubt, deconstruction, sexuality. This show helps me learn theology. We've had youth pastors and young adult pastors say, hey, this show is is fueling my ministry. It's, it's filling me up. It's helping me do what I do well. This show is encouraging me as a person in ministry and helping me know I'm not crazy. I'm not alone. There are people out there that, that share my, my thoughts and my convictions. And there are young pastors I can learn from. This show is helping me learn things secondhand and and really building me up so that I can minister to the students in my youth group. We've even had senior pastors, which was like a shock to me because (laughs) I, I don't ever think that the stuff that I make is that good. But we've had senior pastors say, hey, this show is really helpful. We appreciate that you and Brian are just two young guys that are passionate, that understand the culture, and you're helping us understand this cultural moment. You're helping share things that help us do what we do better as senior pastors. So that's that has been incredible to me to hear those reports over the years. Another way that this show has become a ministry 
is we've had a history of mentoring young people that have come in contact with the show. I think year two of the show, we did a summer internship where we brought in a bunch of young people that were interested in learning how to podcast. And we started a second show called The Good Voice Collective. And we actually brought in young people and mentored them in what it looks like to start and run and operate a Christian podcast. And we taught them how to podcast and how to write content. We recorded a bunch of content together. You can find some of the episodes of that on our website. And that internship brought forth some beautiful relationships and friendships that we still have to this day. During COVID, when things were really locked down and a lot of young people were struggling to find a place to fellowship, we actually started an online Zoom Bible study during COVID. And that was a that was a huge blessing to me. I really enjoyed that. In fact, just over the last four years through doing Good Lion, Brian and I have both formed friendships with young people that have reached out and said, hey, I, I listened to the show. I'm really encouraged. Can we talk? Can we get on the phone and chat? And there's actually some young guys right now that I would consider guys that I mentor and guys that I disciple. And that relationship came from the show. They listened to the show and they reached out and and now we're friends and we connect. And I'm so blessed by that. I've even had counseling sessions that have been born out of people who have listened to the show and reached out. And so I'm just blown away by that aspect of things. And so Brian and I looked at what we were doing and we were like, okay, who are we? What's our, who like, what's our calling? We're pastors. We feel called to discipleship. This show was step one in that. What's step two? And so we looked at what does it look like for the ministry of Good Lion to expand? And what we decided on was we want to step out of our comfort zone and start doing more local in-person speaking and preaching at different churches and even classes and workshops that are built around a couple different things. One, just things that God puts on our heart, sermons that God puts on our heart. And we've had pastors reach out and say, hey, can you come preach at my church? And we've traveled there and we've spoken. But other things that we've done have been, like I said, classes and workshops. And that's taking things that we've discussed on the podcast and really building something that is interactive, something that is special and something that is just highly localized. I can explain kind of what this looks like. So I've done this at a local church here in Oklahoma, Calvary Chapel, Oklahoma City. I've been so blessed to just form a friendship with the staff there. They are amazing. They're doing great things. Pastor Christian Trana is just legendary. Uh, Pastor Ken Marahue, just great guy. These guys have really been so open over the last couple years to me doing ministry with them. In fact, the first year I moved to Oklahoma, Pastor Christian Trana and I actually worked together doing a Bible study at a coffee shop for young adult leaders. People that were ministering to youth in the youth group, we, we formed a Bible study that was basically to pour into them and encourage them. But what we're doing now with Good Lion Ministries is we're doing classes and workshops. And so over the last few months at Calvary Chapel, Oklahoma City, I've done a class on dating and relationships, navigating what Christ-centered relationships look like. I've done one on doubt and deconstruction. I've done one on 
navigating spiritual apathy. I've done one on evangelism. I just did that one a few weeks ago and I've got one in the works that I'm going to do in 2023. That's all about the kingdom of God, what it looks like to advance the kingdom of God. And what these classes look like is it's about 45 minutes of preaching. It's about 45 minutes of a workshop, which is sort of like a panel with discussion and Q and a, and then Sometimes what we do on top of that is then at the very end of the night, we'll grab some students and their leader and we'll do a podcast and we'll, we'll sit down with young people, either youth or young adults or a mix of both and have real discussions with the young people within our CGN Calvary global network movement and, and get into these discussions with young people to find out like, what do they believe? What are they thinking? What's on their heart? What are they passionate about? What are they struggling with? This is something that's been huge on my heart to do. I've been so blessed by Calvary OKC to do it. And I'm actually hoping that in 2023, God will open up some doors for me to travel and speak at a few churches. I'd love to go to California and do this. I'd love to do that selfishly so I could see my family as well. And I know my my parents would be thrilled. <laughs> so if you want to make my parents happy, let me know. Let's if you're in California and you want to make my parents happy, <laughs> hit me up and uh, let's talk. And I also want to say this has been something that I've been spearheading, but Brian is on board to do these kinds of things. And my dream is that God will open up the doors for Brian and I to lead one of these classes and workshops together at some point. But if you're in the New York area or the New Jersey area and you would like something like this at your church, please go to our website, fill out our form, let us know, and we'll send Brian Higgins your way. He is, I will go out on a limb and say, I, I, I can confidently say he's a better preacher than me and, and probably just a better person all around. <laughs> I'm a big fan, so I can't speak more highly of Brian. Uh, so yeah, let us know if there's anything we can do for your church. Also too, we have a few courses that we've developed that are virtual. So it's just, it's video series. You can find that on our website, goodlion.org. And you can go to the section that says courses. We've got one on biblical justice. We've got one on the kingdom of God, and we've got one on peacemaking in social media spaces, which was a fun one to do. So yeah, if, if we can be a blessing in any way through the content that we're producing, I just want to encourage you, please go to our website, check it out. And please like be praying for Good Lion Ministries as we step into the next years. I don't know what God's going to do with this ministry. I have no illusions of grandeur. I think this ministry will always be a small, humble ministry because the two guys that are running it are busy out of our minds and we are trying to just be faithful to the calling that we have. But we both work full-time jobs. We both have wives and kids and just responsibilities and all these fun things. And so for us, it's a labor of love, but it's one that we very much feel called to. So that is Good Lion Ministries. It is just the overflow of our heart to disciple and train up Christians. We do it through podcasts. We do it through courses. We do it through videos and we do it through 
traveling and speaking locally to churches. And honestly, the the traveling and speaking part, man, that is something that is near and dear to my soul because I am such a people person that I was getting so weary of sitting in my home office recording podcasts for years and not really getting out much between COVID and between just how things were here in Oklahoma and between my wife getting pregnant with our beautiful son, Jack, and going through a pregnancy, our very first pregnancy and our first birth. And now the first year of our son's life, man, I was not getting out of the house much. (laughs) So I am thrilled to be out and about and, and doing these things. And my plan is to do something at Calvary Chapel, Oklahoma City, probably about once a month. And then beyond that, we'll see how the Lord leads. So I am very excited about 2023 for Good Lion Ministries, and I would appreciate your prayers. Thank you so much for hearing us out about the ministry. Hopefully, that helps you understand what Good Lion Ministries is. Thanks for listening to the Good Lion Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, please consider giving us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps people find our show. The show is brought to you by Calvary Global Network, a family of churches working together to proclaim the gospel, make disciples, and plant churches. It's produced by me, Aaron Salvato, and my co-host, Brian Higgins, and is a part of Good Lion Ministries. Our goal is to help young Christians navigate the postmodern, post-Christian age. We create podcasts, sermons, videos, and resources to help people on their journey in the way of Jesus. To check out our resources, visit our website at goodlion.org. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll join us next time as we continue to seek and follow the God who is not safe, but is very, very good.